This podcast is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to another installment of Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast. Mitchell Hurwitz is one of the great comedy writers in the TV business. But he's someone who the average viewer outside of fans of his series Arrested Development probably don't know by name. But in a world that celebrates those skilled in creating dramatic television like J.J. Abrams, Joss Whedon, David Chase, David Simon, those who create comedies hardly get the same name attention. But trust me on this, Mitch Hurwitz is one of the elite, highly regarded writers and producers in the industry, which is probably why he's got so many pilots in development at the moment. He's also got a new animated series, Sit Down, Shut Up, set to Aaron Fox in April. And of course, as the man behind one of the most brilliant sitcoms to ever miraculously make it onto the air, Arrested Development, he's now working on the movie version. Hurwitz, who's been a writer and producer on everything from The Golden Girls to The John Larroquette Show, was in San Francisco promoting Sit Down, Shut Up at WonderCon. He was joined there by Will Arnett, whose amazing work on Arrested Development led to a series of small movie roles, a recurring cameo on television's current best sitcom, 30 Rock, and a holding deal with Fox, which just might turn out to be a show he does with Hurwitz. In the meantime, Arnett is doing voice work on Sit Down and Shut Up, as is former Arrested Development star Jason Bateman. I managed to get both Hurwitz and Arnett to come to the Chronicles podcast for this podcast. By the way, if you hear a voice laughing off to the side, that's Jim Valley, who's worked with Hurwitz on the shows throughout his career, including Arrested Development. Too bad we didn't have time to get Jim involved, because he's one of the industry's most twisted writers, and his work on action alone makes him a deity. In this podcast, I will talk with Hurwitz about the new show, about Arrested Development, and ongoing rumors about the AD movie. We also talk about the pilot process, starting with a series called The Thick of It, which was a supremely funny British series he made in the States. The pilot was generating all kinds of favorable buzz, but never got picked up by ABC, such as the life of a writer in the TV business. And wait until you hear what ABC did pick up instead. And yet, next season, maybe Hurwitz's most high-profile yet, Heading into the annual upfronts in May, when networks choose their fall programming, Herberts will already have Sit Down, Shut Up on the air while shepherding a host of other pilots at various networks, including a remake of Absolutely Fabulous, which will be overseen by AbFab creator Jennifer Saunders. Later in this podcast, Will Arnett shows up and everything goes sideways. <laughs> All right, we're here with Mitch Hurwitz. Uh, we are. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. You and I, are, uh, we haven't seen each other for a while. We're just catching up now across the table. We are. I, first of all, I love your pod. Thank you. <laughs> it's amazing. You. I never I never took it literally when I heard there were podcasts. Yeah, I it's pictured like a pod. rooms, and uh, this is all very cozy. This is pretty, uh, this is pretty dank, though, right? Well, it I mean, looks it's... like a giant, for people listening at home, it looks like a giant oyster shell. And... Um, you know, we're sitting on these two giant pearls. So yeah. it's really yeah. it's, uh, fun. This, this is about as low budget as it gets. We've had, uh, we, Eddie Izzard came in and he was like, really? Is this, uh, he thought we were going like, to kidnap him, I think. This is well, like this where is you what, bring a terrorist. You know, everybody in show business, even in TV, everybody's rushing into, we got to get on the internet. We want to get on the internet. It's like, you guys don't know what you're signing up for. <laughs> right. It pays nothing. Yeah. It's like everybody's rushing to get on Funny or Die. Right. Give it, giving it away for free. Yeah. 
And that's what newspapers have done, given their content away. That's for free. right. And boy, are we in good shape. I know. We, uh, this is like the meeting of two dying <laughs> industries. <laughs> well, as we said, uh, as I've said, when we started podcasting about two years ago, I was like, you know, I look at it like uh, radio without the listeners. There you go. That's, you know? that's a great way. Yeah, like a broken radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we want to have it for like archival purposes. People can actually hear your voice and whoever we talk to. and uh, Very nice. And then just tap into it. And uh, it'll be your audience. Uh, I know it probably won't be. How was that, by the way? You were up here for WonderCon. Not I was here for WonderCon. I have to say, I, I did, they were delightful. Okay? They were sweet. I didn't expect that. Right. I expected people in costume, and there was only one <laughs> Princess Leia. And he seemed nice. Right. So, um, oh, good. Oh, yeah, nice. no, well, there you um, go. but um, but I didn't even get to wander around. We just we we sat out there on a panel, and and uh, they just right before I walked out, they said you need to set up the clip and introduce everyone. And I, I don't think I did that well <laughs> with that. It's like you know him from Happy Days, <laughs> right? Uh, I know he's done a lot of other stuff. Henry Winkler. He was on a show called Arrest. I can't yes. remember it. Can't quite remember. Oh, okay. the voice of SpongeBob. I think. Right. I think so. <laughs> anyway. So well, yeah, we were up here for WonderCon. We're we're promoting a, a new series for Fox called Sit Down, Shut Up, which is an animated series. Which came, which was imported from uh, Australia. Australia. And so, what did you do with that? You said. Uh, Here's somebody's done all the work. I'll just make it funny, or what did you uh, say? No, I'll make it a little less funny. <laughs> was my plan. I'll, you know what happened was I, I found this um, show in in the year 2000, and we got the rights to it. And right. I, I took, you know, I basically took big chunks of their scripts and I put it all together in a show and put my own little style on it, kind of. And then the company I was working for went out of business, and it just went into a drawer. It was a live action. There's show. There's a lot of that going around. By yeah, the way. I know. This was when it was still like you know right. a new idea. By the way, I always think about when I did Arrested. And in the by the I wrote the pilot, and in it, George Senior was being arrested for um, you know like security fraud. Basically, right. he had a problem with the SEC. And I thought, you know, this is going to be so out of date by the time <laughs> this airs. <laughs> Can you imagine? I but I really did. I was worried. I was like, yeah. this is going to seem so dated. You could redo it now with Bernie Madoff. I know. Yeah, Madoff. Madoff. Madoff with the money. I, I've just it's funny. Ma- oh, Madoff with the money, right? It's okay. like if I'd named a character that, it'd be like, <laughs> it, no, too easy, too easy. Well, but anyway, so yeah, so I found the show. Right. I, I did this version. It went into a drawer for eight years, and I just pulled it out and started shopping it around to networks, and they all said, "Boy, this is so wacky. You'd have to rewrite it." So I, <laughs> right. I kind of, and it was it was a very daft right. Australian show. There, it was kind of about eight. Tobiases for people who know Arrested wow. Development. It wow. just ate yeah, that's clueless. A little bit out there, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every character was completely clueless. They would say things like, "You know, no one tells Stuart about this, but isn't Stuart in the room?" And then Stuart would say, "Oh yeah, but I don't think he thinks we're talking about me." <laughs> and everybody was just out of it, and um, and so we shopped it around to networks. They all asked for rewrites, and I somewhat hilariously, in retrospect, thought, well, maybe it would be easier if I made this animated. Ah. <laughs> it's not easier. See, no, I thought that would give you like a degree of, uh, well, first of all, when you rewrote it, you wrote it in your own words. I did. Yeah. I did. And Sans I, the Australian accent. Without the Australian accent, which also <laughs> made it a lot less funny. Yeah, clearly. Because there was a character named Stuart who ended every sentence with, okay, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Right. And in fact, I, when we did this out here, I thought the only person I can really conceive of to play Stuart is Will Forte uh, from Saturday Night right. Live. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't think of anybody else who had that bright right. kind of feckless, <laughs> guileless thing. And uh, so, and we got him somehow. But anyway, I did, strangely, once we made it an animated show, I realized I hadn't gone far enough. Right. Like what right. was a little racy kind of for standard television wasn't anywhere close to the new standard yeah. of animation. So it's been and, a process. And this is your uh, uh, 
sit down, shut up is your first foray into into animation, right? Yes. Now, yes. how how does that work? I was. Your whole life I have to. Yeah. I have to say, I was um, the character model for Spridal in the early <laughs> Speed Racers, but I don't think that's what you mean. But they no, that was they a, based his body on on mine. Yeah, I saw that on yeah. IMDb. Yeah, thank but, you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know how that got on there. <laughs> but like, you've written uh, all kinds of comedy from Golden Girls all the way Golden to Arrested Development, so it's completely completely different. Um, what was freeing uh, freeing to you as a writer for animation because uh, you, you know nobody ages you yeah. can do physical stuff um you don't have to paint everybody blue you can just paint uh, them right. blue and by the way if you did paint them blue it right. wouldn't be that funny right. and that's what i mean how you have to kind of even go further you have to find your own comedic style right because a lot of the stuff that i would have done on arrested which would have seemed outrageous in a weird way you know this is a series that has um live action backdrops here's a little picture of it that i've given to yes uh-huh. and there's a picture of a bus and inside the bus there's little cartoon characters of students and then in front of them they're all the cartoon characters of the cast. So it is this combination of live action and animation. Yeah. So in a way, it's my attempt to kind of reset the scale of that comedy a little bit, set it in the real world, so that maybe if somebody does join the Blue Man group, it right. will be right. it'll, it'll be funny. Yeah, because it's a whole different parameters yeah. for, for comedy. Yeah, it makes it a little realer, I think, kind of. Have you? Has that been freeing for you? Or well, I I've really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah, I have a very bad instinct for a television writer mm. and that is that I don't I, I, just personally I don't like repeating myself right um, I, I don't know it's not what I got into it networks for networks love that though I know they love it well and it's and I love it as an audience I love people that repeat themselves I don't want to see an office where they're, it's, right. they break all the rules I mean right. I want to see an office and yeah. somebody like Phil Rosenthal uh, repeated himself so brilliantly with Everybody Loves Raymond. Right. You know, he said, okay, here's, it's going to take place in these rooms with these characters, with these dynamics, and I will continuously find interesting ways to investigate it. Right. And I went the other way with my career, which is, okay, we've done a fight with the family. How about if we do a kidnapping? How right. about if we, you know, I try <laughs> right. to go further and further. You know, it's not a good instinct. And um, so I, I've enjoyed the animation for that reason, just for me, it's something new, right. and it just gives me a big learning curve and makes me uncomfortable in a in a kind of a productive way. And probably being uncomfortable is good for your, I think so. Stuff, yeah, I think so. Now, I are mean, you? Uh, uh, you know, I'll put you on the spot here. We had just uh, another uh, well-known uh, TV uh, creator, Joss Whedon, had yeah. a kind of not great experience uh, with Firefly. Came back with uh, right. Dollhouse, kind of not having a great experience. You yeah. had Arrested Development. Well, yeah. Why did you go back to Fox? Is By the it... way, when we saw that he was doing Dollhouse, you know, it takes a year. You have to get ahead of the stuff in animation by a year. Right. So he, we, he had just announced Dollhouse, and I said, we should have the character Andrew wear a shirt that says, Save Dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> because by the time we air, right. he'll need the support. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, and um, he does, actually. I'm sure so he does. It's, I mean, it's sad in a lot of ways. I love Jocelyn, but it's, he does listen, need to help. Yeah. There are shows that, that are really delightful to watch passively, right. and there are shows that require something of an audience, but they take longer to catch on. Yeah. And then when they do catch on, like The Sopranos, I mean, there's nothing an audience more appreciates. I oh, yeah. couldn't wait for those Sunday nights. Absolutely, absolutely. Know? So, and I'm sure, I haven't seen Firefly, I'm, I'm yeah. embarrassed to say, but uh, I mean, Dollhouse, rather. Right. But, uh, you know, when You people, have to hurry, though. I know. <laughs> Just oh, Poor I think you're taking it slot. No, I, 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 I didn't say that. But did you have any uh, trepidation about going back to Fox? Or it's a whole new regime there since you were there with AD. Well, I, I've known Kevin Riley for a long right. time, but I, I mean, I have no hard feelings with any of them. Um, I don't know. Maybe I do. Well, let's spill it. Yeah. 
We'll have to we'll have to go deep into that. No, I mean it, we we didn't get the numbers, you know. We didn't get the numbers, and we didn't. And because of that, they made a decision when I did my show, which was, we'll fund it. We'll right. let you make this thing, right? But we're not going to promote it. We're not going to throw good money after bad. And the, frankly, they wouldn't have thrown bad money, right? But for Tim Goodman. Oh, sure. No, sure, I am not sure. kidding you. Uh. I've told you this before. <laughs> you wrote a couple of, of unbelievably supportive, encouraging articles that, that happened to land on desks the day they were going to cancel us. This happened like two or three times with you. I remember Gail Berman grabbing me in the hall and saying, did, did you see this Tim Goodman thing? <laughs> I was like, yes, Tim. And it just get, it emboldened her. She was always a supporter, but it emboldened her to go in there and fight and keep it alive so you know but after all is said and done if you want to do broadcast tv you better not hold a grudge i know you can't hold a grudge you got to go back at different regime and you yeah. know never you never know what what's going to work or absolutely or or what's with that and uh and they you know and they made they let me make that show you know i'm not yes. such a big shot that i'm not that 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 isn't lost on me. Yeah. What a privilege that was. Yeah. No, and, and as a critic, and I know how hard that show was to a, a oh, do, <laughs> but, you know, we, and, and the critics across the country worked as hard as they could to try to keep I it on the know, air, and the fan God. base is, is amazing. Yeah. And you know what? We have these episodes because of it. Yeah. You know, it really is a success story. Oh, that, it is. That, that was, that critic effort that got fans on board, and then that fan effort is like the reason we have these, these cool DVDs, but beyond that... Will Arnett has has this big career, and right. Michael Sarah and right. these guys. Got the only one who's really tanked is Jason Bateman. Jason, but Jason's not talented. Yeah, I know. So in fairness to Jason, he's right. done very well. Total failure of all that <laughs> yes, group, really. I know. God, it's just stunning. So he's done so exceptionally good. well for an unintelligent, <laughs> untalented man. Jason is so spectacular, so bright. We were saying just before the podcast how insightful he is. He is, and a sweet man. Oh, my God. A sweet man. Yeah. And he's on this. He's a, 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 one of many of the talented voice casts you have for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to go back to the to uh, AD Arrested uh, Development, uh, the show, in that you're right in that there is a legacy to it. It's on the shelves. And despite back in the time having all this stress about, you know, no one's promoting it, or they, yeah. is it going to live, it's going to die – you were actually able to sort of get away with murder in the I making know. of it. There's a lot to be said for being an underdog right. and for being below the radar. I'm I'm doing a new show now um, with, at CBS, a, a pilot. We're, it's just a pilot. We right. don't know what will happen with it. And I'm not below the radar. Wow. And it's really kind of a challenge. It's like people paying attention, notes. We don't want to do this again. want to be careful. Yeah. There, there's just a lot. I mean, they're, they're great over there. But it's I feel the difference. So you're doing between, a police uh, procedural for I'm CBS? I'm doing a police, <laughs> yes. It's, it's, called, um, it's called CSI Babies. Right. And it's just kids, you know, who find, you know, they'll find rape victims and that kind of thing. And it's so wonderful through their eyes because they don't know what it is. And so you're learning, they're learning. I'm excited. You know, everything on CBS is a hit anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That oh, yeah, would probably I work know. as well. They're, they're gold know. over there. Man, they I really know. crank it out. Now, uh, speaking of uh, pilots in this process, you would, how many do you have, like, Five going at the same time. I I partnered with um, with Eric Tannenbaum and Kim Tannenbaum. Right. These are the guys that that executive produced Two and a Half Men. They were, but he's run studios. He ran sure. ATG, mm -hmm. Mike Ovitz's company, and, right. and they're wonderful and very ambitious and push me much harder than I would normally push myself. Right. Um, and um, and together, right at the moment, we have seven pilots. That's what I thought. There yeah. Like seven pilots, Seven right? pilots. And maybe another one with Will Arnett in the works, because no. I, I want to oh. yeah, do Because he's got a holding deal show. for Fox. Exactly. And, yeah, you, exactly. you could step God, in you there. you know all this stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah and you're in San Francisco. I know. So 
So I'm out of, I'm out of the loop, but I have a little microscope. I look down at that little Oh, people even industry. in town don't know that he's got a holding deal at, at Fox. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, so he's, and, he, and he may show up. We, we can tease Yes, we're we hoping he listeners. shows up. He and I are, are supposed to go to the, the um, airport yeah. uh, soon. So and I'm, I'm going to try to stop you from going to the airport as I, long I, as I can. Uh, but I uh, also want to uh, tell you, you may not know this because you, know, you don't know if you use the internet at all. Do you use the internet? We have uh, the water-powered, um, it's called an Axiom. <laughs> right. And uh, it does, it's got like a floppy drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so yes, yeah. to answer your question, we, we have one. <laughs> uh, there, are, there are things on the internet... I, just randomly about this movie coming up. They, some people think there's an effort. I've never heard of it. Have you heard that there's an effort? I heard, you know, movie? I finally. Oh, Arrested. I thought you meant the sit down, shut up movie. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, is that oh, coming to Arrested too? movie. Yeah. Oh, God. I yeah. didn't even, I'd never heard uh, anything about that. Jesus, yeah. Um, here's what. Um, oh, what's happening? Come on. You know what's happening. I, I'll tell you what. As soon as this podcast is over, right. I'm going to tell Tim the truth. Okay. For the purposes of this <laughs> podcast. And then, if you know, if Tim decides to respond to emails, that's his call. Um, you know what? I think here's where here's where I think we are. We have all the pieces of this puzzle that we're ever going to have, right. and we are going forward with the movie. Right. Um, and we've all um, been enjoined against saying who is or isn't going to be in it. Right. Um, but I will also say that I'm the one that's done the enjoining. <laughs> so good. Good. There was too much chatter. Yeah, um, there was a lot of chatter, and was a lot of but chatter. but here, the, the real truth is, yeah. I haven't written a script. I, you yeah. know, I've been doing these pilots. Yeah, I've been doing this show. I've wanted to do this. The cast wants to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. And yeah. I'm just kind of putting a pin in it right now. I'm going to get through this pilot season, then I'm going to sit down and write the script. We I've had some stories for the script for a while, but it keeps kind of changing as things change. The economy changed. That right. kind of changed my we've, take we've heard on about a little that bit. Here at the oh, you have? Yeah. You covered that? Did you guys cover that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, you're, we're you're, suffering you're too. plugged in there, oh, too. Oh, yeah. I, I know all about that. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, so there's all this chatter, and I know you're probably sick of it because it's on there. But it, No, it, I, I'm unbelievably nice. buoyed by it. Here's the interesting thing about it, though. You know, we were under the radar, yeah. and we had no standard. And and as as kind as all the critics were, we really didn't let it make us comedy snobs or we, we kept just doing whatever right. we thought was funny and, yeah. and thinking, Oh, maybe they'll hate this one. You know, right. maybe they'll hate this one. Uh, and they did often many times. <laughs> I, um, but, uh, and there's one in particular, the fan, my favorite episode that the fans hated. Really? Yeah. Let's do a contest. Can you guess oh, what it is? Wow. Can you uh, guess what it is? Let's see. Which one did they hate? Wow. That you I don't expect you to have this library in your head no, right now. No, I, I, I like them but, all. Not to um, suck up as you well know. I did. No, like I know which that. They, I, I really hate? meant more for the listeners. They didn't like the Martin Short one. Really? Yeah, oh, which right. uh, us, right. the writers, we just, you know, we were such a fan of his, and right. we were so, so delighted by him, and we, you know, we gave so much more um, real estate to his character than we did even our own characters. Right. We gave him a backstory and flashbacks and all this stuff, it, we, you know. But anyway, it's a long way of saying that we just, we were somewhat rogue in, in our in our comedy. Right. And I have found the few times I've sat down with my, my writing partner, Jim Vallely. On yeah. This oh, he's to, great, by the way. He's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a madman. Oh, he's yeah. a madman. <laughs> he is quick and funny, off the charts IQ. Yeah. So funny. So responsible for so many of the big, big laughs yeah. in that show. Um, and, and, you know, tireless. But uh, every time we sat down, we'd had to get past the bar that we've set. That didn't exist before when right. we were doing the show. And suddenly there's a bar that the people that want to see the movie um, 
really want to see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that can be a little intimidating. And I think we're going to have to, as much as we want to people please, we're going to have to get ourselves emotionally past that and just say, okay, let's just focus on these characters and what's funny and get back to what we love about this. Is that funny? I, no, I can totally relate to that yeah. because in a strange way, uh, and I don't mean this in, in like a negative way, I didn't want to see a movie. Right. Oh, I understand. Isn't that weird? Uh, yes. No, I understand. Like I, when, they, when I heard, well, now that's been everywhere, but you know, when I first heard about it, I was like, I don't know. I don't know no, if that's a good idea. I, there's something about dying. But, I, but now I do want to see it. Well, I really want to see it. Now, that's what happened to me, too. Because I thought, I don't know if I want to do this. And then once I decided, I thought, well, you can't live a, too cautious of a life. Yeah. Let, let, and this why is not? a great joy. And yeah, why not? The only holdup is that uh, instead of doing with TV critics, it would be film critics. And they don't know. They don't. They're unbelievable. <laughs> okay. They really don't. Yes, we can they're swear horrible. Show, this isn't going <laughs> to yeah. hurt me, is it? No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They'll, they, they might not even seen the show. They're going to say, what is. What is this? What's the backstory? I don't get I know. that. It's going to be an interesting thing. Do we do backstory? Do we do... How much do we tell? Right. Well, I mean, I, I, fans of the show know that in uh, third season, you were still referencing stuff from the first season. Exactly. So I know you're going to do backstory. And we are. It's going to be totally... It could be inside and by baseball, the way, we, but... we actually have still a lot of hidden things through the course of the show that we always planted and planned on paying off. So right. there's a couple of things that will seem very satisfying. Oh, that's I great. I would love to see I think that it's a, 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 you can use it as an extension. A movie franchise can be an extension of the show and maybe finish right. some things you didn't have to say. I actually thought that uh, uh, in a, just a cruel way, and I know you just slightly in that well enough to, that you won't hurt your feelings, that I thought <laughs> it was hilariously funny that I think the Fox burned off like the last four episodes up against the opening of the Summer Olympics. It was hilarious because... <laughs> Because here's the thing. I was like, that's they, just painful. They did not want to continue this right. show. And then we got an award or a nomination, yeah. and well, everything happened. Your article would come out. And in the third season, it was like Rupert Murdoch saying, that's it. Yeah. It's over. Right. And we need a new president. Peter Liguori comes in. Peter Liguori says, you're not going to send me out <laughs> in the upfronts to announce that we're not bringing back a rest of it. That's my legacy? Yeah. That's what I start with? Yeah. So they, uh, you know, I've since sort of had this confirmed. They said, all right, we'll do 13. But no, seriously. Yeah, just not let it more. go. Right. And then, you know, smart ass than I am, I run out and convince <laughs> like this beautiful movie star Oscar winner, Charlize <laughs> Theron, to do it. And they didn't promote it. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Five episode arc. I mean, this would be <laughs> worth a fortune to somebody right. like Will and Grace, you right. know? And it's like, nah, let's put one in September, <laughs> burn off one Christmas night, and right. the rest over the Olympics. Right. They were really trying to kill you all. Oh, my God. Uh, and I, our joke around the time was like, I think we're going to do, I think, actually, people are going to be surprised. I think we're going to outdo the opening night. I think there's a bigger, just as uh, seriously as we could. Uh, the, the industry's so screwed up that I actually thought that that was so funny. I think four episodes, like right up against the opening, it was just like, burn it off. But Listen, they canceled us after eight and said, listen, you got, and I said, by the way, I get it. I get it. Thanks yeah. for keeping us on so long. Right. But he said, well, we got stacked starting tomorrow. <laughs> Starting tomorrow. Stacked it was like, tomorrow, right. Yeah, so it was like, you don't want to wait and get the numbers on Stacked? Right. No, I don't think we need to wait and get the numbers on the Pamela Anderson Stacked show that we promoted during the Super Bowl. I think right. we're going to be okay. Yeah. And they did smaller numbers than we did. Yeah, and it's long long in the dustbin of oh, history. I know. I watched it, and I don't even remember it. I know. I'm like a cornerback in the NFL. I have a quit. Yeah, you have to forget bad shows. You gotta, if I get burned for a touchdown, i got to forget it. Really? Yeah. So I forget Stacked. I don't even know it exists. That's so funny. <laughs> Otherwise, I couldn't do my job. I couldn't go on. Hey, you have a uh, you had a thing that I wanted to get to because we were talking sure. about uh, 
Uh, I just had to get you on the movie, and thank you for answering yeah. those questions. And people always send email, and I'm like, I don't know. I just I know. go to it. I'll let you when know. It's as out, soon as we know, I'll let you yeah, know. When it's out, buy a ticket. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, and then tell you, I'll tell you when I've written a script, and I'll even let you read the script. Well, you actually said something. Advanced really, criticism. I would love to read the script. That would be very you helpful. Wouldn't do that. But that would <laughs> compromise your, your moral standing. Well, no, but it would be a film critic who would do it. They don't know anything. There you go. I see. They're idiots. Oh, they're idiots. They really don't <laughs> they know. know nothing. Film critics? Yeah. Oh, oh. Awful. Awful. Uh, but something that you told me, uh, which is why I thought it was when early uh, talk about the movie came out, is you did tell me this. You said part of the reason you didn't want to do Arrested Development anymore, other than like, you know, no support from Fox, although they're lovely now for Sit Down and Shut Up. They're the best. They're like the opposite <laughs> of the average film critic right? in their insight, intelligence. You had said at the time, you know, I just, it's hard to do. It's hard to write, and you're writing yes. extra stuff. And you actually kind of very finally said, you know, I just, I don't really want to work that hard. I don't want to keep doing that. You so know, how is it that you have seven pilots and now a movie to write? Here's, um, I know, it's foolish. I, I, I have this weird thing. I mean, maybe this is a common thing to, to people that do this kind of work. But I, I, um, I feel that I'm very unambitious and, and lazy. And I watch TV all night and I just play with the kids and I'm totally happy doing that. And then when I find myself in a circumstance where I'm working, I'm kind of obs- compulsive and obsessive, right. and I and it, I, I really really worry about it and and fight it. And if I got another couple hours, I'll take the other couple hours. It it doesn't. It, there's there's like this dividing line. I'm, when I'm doing a job, I don't think, well, maybe I can go home early. Yeah. And um and and that particular job kind of had no end. I mean, I don't mean to complain about it. It just was. I was starting to worry about my health. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's and a, everyone goes through that. You know, I remember Mark Cherry saying that. Yeah. Like, oh famously, my God, I'm, what's I'm, happening to yeah. me? I was worried about Mark. I've known and he him did forever. Get, he did get sick on that show. And, and it, I was worried he would have a heart attack. Yeah. You know, he, people used to tell me, I remember Linwood Boomer saying, because I was just starting Arrested Development, he said, you want to get in really good shape before right. the start of the year. And that spooked me. Wow. Yeah. Linwood Boomer from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that exactly. yeah, should yeah. spook you, right? Yeah. But right. you're going to have more help on... Uh, yes, I have a, a, there's a showrunner who's, who's really running the show named Josh Weinstein. Right. Comes off of The Simpsons. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. And I wrote the first couple. I rewrote heavily with, with a couple of my guys from Arrested, the first really like five or six. Right. And then I, I stepped back a little bit, and these guys managed like the back six. And now I'm finding... It, you know, the the schedule is so slow. We're getting some of those back from Korea and that kind of thing. And I can get back in now and start really tweaking and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I, in a perfect world, I could come in for the last pass of things. Right, yeah. You know, well, you're it's big the enough first for that 10 now. passes yeah. that kill you. Well, when the other seven get picked up, right? The other, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other seven and they pilots. Won't. You know, well, they, here, they never I, I, they I do, do have but... a question about an old one of yours because I actually never saw it. Uh, friends who saw clips of it, of the thick of it. Yeah, which didn't get picked up, which is a British import of a, a political series. Yeah, it was uh, you know Armando Iannucci, and it's and it's such a timely. I highly recommend oh, people yeah. Hulu or download or whatever so the thick of it. Yeah. I know it takes a couple of to, to understand the rhythm of yeah. it. It almost doesn't seem like a comedy at first, and then it seems like a hilarious comedy. Right, and we did a very kind of locked down version of it. it yeah, it, you know, in a funny way, I wrote it to sound improv. Mm-hmm. Chris Guest directed it, yeah. which was kind of amazing. Yeah. We had John Michael Higgins, who, you know, is really, really talented. I I have not seen his new show, and I know the ratings aren't huge, but yeah, he's, no, a, don't do that. he's yeah. a... He's a great man, though. No, he he's is. the best part of that show, which I won't mention, Yeah, but he's, he's yeah. the best part of it. Yep. And um, Another and, Australian show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. An, an Australian show ripping off a British show. Right. And we're doing the, the, we're doing the British show. We're doing AbFab this year. It's oh. one of the seven. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Good. Yeah, and Jennifer Saunders is involved. Yeah. And, they're yeah. bringing that back again. Yeah. yeah. Boy, that's been up and down. If you can pull that one back, you'll, you'll be a star. If you can make that happen. 
Yeah. Wow. I mean, the good news is we have Jennifer Saunders and it's Fox, and they really want to do it like her show. Yeah. I and mean, they don't want to, you know. Yeah. Emasculate do it, like it. it. Yeah, you don't, they want to do it like someone else who was going to do it. Yeah, right, like the Australian yeah, version yeah, of yeah. the thing that might be John Michael Higgins might be in. And we had um, Alex Borstein, who's a voice and such a wonderful actor, but also a yeah. voice on Family Guy. And um, Michael McKeon. And we had this amazing cast. Uh, uh, Ray Seahorn, do you know her? No, I do not, know. She was in Singles Table. Uh, I don't know if that ever aired, though, actually. I didn't know. She's really good. It was a great cast. Oh, and, and Oliver Platt. Yeah, and that's and so it sort of begs the question: like, how does that? I mean, it's for it's like an industry thing, and I think you know the answer. But how does that not work? How does that not get picked I up? I have a. This is going to sound very glib, uh-huh. but you know, I'm realist enough to understand it. It was passed over, and in its place, they picked up cavemen. <laughs> right, uh-huh. a hilarious kind of contrast. Right. Although. Right. The guy, you know, I know people that worked on Cavemen and that directed and everything, and I'll bet it was hilarious. But it's just a very different kind of appeal. It was, you know, one actually, is really. I watched it a lot of it. It's a tough. That's a yeah. tough one. Yeah, it's like, are you are you making a comment on racism? <laughs> are you not making it? Like right. what? And they didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. Yeah, they half and half. You know, yeah. half the time it was like, yeah, gay rights, and other times it was like making fun of uh, the gay movement. It, it just they were all over the place. I, they were all over. That show was a mess. So you're saying that think but, of it was too anyway, smart the, for the room, maybe. Well, it or was I could too. Say that. It's not a sexy right. subject. No, politics. Yeah, I but mean, now it became, it is. that's right. I know. Your it really, beca- <laughs> timing was off. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. It's too bad. It would have been, yeah, it was very insightful that way. You know, it was based, it was all Armando Iannucci. And the other funny thing about it was that I wrote it like he had, they needed to see a script. Right. Well, his was all ad-libbed. Completely ad libbed, yeah. except for the story. So I wrote it to look ad libbed, but then I couldn't resist writing sharper jokes than maybe you'd come up with on the spot because I got a little yeah. more time. And Chris Guest, famous for ad libbing, genius improviser, mm. and and also you know that's how he directs. Said no, let's shoot it word for word. Did not want them to play. Wanted them like he really liked the script. Wow. I, I became very close with him. He's wonderful, and I, he was being respectful to me, which was so stunning. And. Um, and as a result, it kind of ended up a little more locked down. I mean, probably better for ABC that way. Yeah. But it was not the delightful mess that the British one intentionally is. Right, right. But that, I mean, I think that's a pretty good indication of that show that uh, everything can be lined up, and then at the end, somebody yeah. can just say, no, we're going to go with cavemen. I, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's why, it's why right? even when you say, wow, you got seven pilots, like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's also kind of funny, too, because you've yeah. been through that. You've been through AD. Yeah. Uh, so, and you have seven pilots, so it, you can kind of, you know, you. I know. You, you get, can laugh at you know what happened to one of the probably the greatest sitcoms of all time. I think oh, of Arrested Development. Seriously, no, wow. it was brilliant. Uh, wow, that's amazing. And then and then you know you, you make this thing. It's all in all in a row, and then they pass it for cavemen. That's actually funny. Yeah, I know, know it. <laughs> <laughs> Later, when you when you get paid and the movie's a huge hit and oh, you're like no, vacationing, okay. you'll think. Listen, I got I got to think. Had I been a billionaire, <laughs> that it would break my heart that I'm not a billionaire now. Right. I've never been a billionaire. I've never been a millionaire. <laughs> right. That's all right. Yeah, I got to make a show for a couple of years. So, yeah. what is the what's the Fox commitment for uh, Sit Down Shut Up? Well, they have ma- we've made thirteen of these. Okay. They're airing either five or six starting April nineteenth um, behind the Simpsons, which is an amazing time slot. Right. Although I I've, I have failed there before, <laughs> and um, it, we'll we'll air five or six of them probably in a row. Right. And then one or two things will happen if the numbers are good. Um, they'll hold the the back six for the fall, and then we'll go right into another order. Okay. And if the numbers are bad. They'll probably just burn it off over the over the summer. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah. hope the numbers are good. I think that's a good slot for it. I think it's so. animated. Yeah, and uh, Fox does the animation really well. 
Yeah, you know, I, I, they do. They do that, and yeah. house. They do house and, well. And it's interesting here, because, yeah, and they do CSI babies. Oh, no, that's C- CBS. No, that's CBS, right. But they've handled that beautifully. <laughs> um, it's just all the sci-fi stuff, like uh, Dollhouse, and that didn't work out so well. It's, and it's too bad. And the live-action comedy. If they could find a way to use all this alternative media to pay for the airing of that show, right. I think fans would be very appreciative. That's what they TV would. used to do. Yeah. TV used to say, all right, Westinghouse presents. Right. You I know. know. And just find a way that it's like, we don't have to get giant numbers on this. We know it's the brand. Google Presents. Or Google Skype. Presents. Or something like that. Yeah. These guys have all the money. I know. They now, these, these uh, six, seven, eight... Oh, Here's that's, Will. That Let's see Will. Will. Let's see. Maybe if he's in the building. Um, let me... Um... Will, it's Mitch Hurwitz. Can I put you right into the podcast? Um, well, let's get you up on a better mic. Um, hold on, I'll, I'll sense. I'll, uh, our friend is running down to get you. We're gonna keep the keep the reels moving. And we're gonna bring you right up here. We got a we got a flight in two hours. Okay, okay. Is he panicking? I hear a little panic. <laughs> I do a little bit. And he also knows that I'm always late to everything, and he also knows that he's always early to everything. Well, maybe you're not early to everything, are you? Pretty much. Yeah. So it's a kind of an Oscar and Felix thing going yeah, on here. Yeah, it is. I like it. So we'll gauge Come up whether and Will... just say hi. Let him hear your rich baritone, and then we'll get out of here. Okay. Okay, he's coming down. Now, uh, why, are, why he's coming up, these, uh, these other five, six, seven, wherever you got, it's amazing that you have so many of these plates spinning based yeah. on the story you told me about yeah, not yeah. wanting to work. Yes, uh, I know. How many of those, I mean, you can't make a guess, but I mean, how many of those are, you think might go? Could go. You know, I really don't have the insight into that. The business is changing very quickly, and um, I don't think I could have ever gotten arrested on today. Right. You know, uh, wh- who's the star? You know, right. I remember if you say, oh, it's the Porsche de Rossi pilot. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> really? how else do you, yeah, yeah it's exactly. like, and I would say that too, because right. I'd say, well, do you know, guy named Will Arnett, you know, yeah. you know? Um, and yet that is typically what works best for television, yeah. is discovering people, mm-hmm. you know, Ted Danson on Cheers, who exactly. is this guy, right. you know, and you can't take your eyes off him, and Shelley Long, and yeah. it does seem to do that really well, but, uh, so I don't know, we have some that are, that are some high profile ones, mm-hmm. um, I, I wrote one with Jim Fallowley, uh, that Jason Biggs is attached to for CBS, Good. and, um, and we're talking some interesting casting right now, which I probably shouldn't say because if we don't get that casting, then whoever we do get will know they were the second choice. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I'll send them a link to the podcast. Exactly. Yeah, right. Did you hear what Mitch said? You were the fourth choice. Uh, <laughs> well, this isn't, that's, you're not the guy who played the white shadow. Um, so, uh, but that's, that's a promising one. Right. Um, they're, they're all promising. Let's I mean, make a statement. Here's Will. Look at it. Well, how are you doing? Nice to see you. Her things. Hi, Jimmy. Oh, oh we got Jim Valley. I was just talking yes. about Jim Valley. Yes, we did. There he is. Hilarious writer. Is this micro? Yes. Exactly. This is micro. Five. In five. Four. four, four three, three. Two. two. Oh, not that. oh, sorry. We're here live in San Francisco. You survived WonderCon. Yeah. Yeah. How well, was that? Oh, it was They're a good great. bunch of people. They yeah. certainly are. I know. Aren't you they know, delightful? Yeah. Did they some of them were kind enough to leave most of their teeth at home, too. <laughs> um, no, I thought they were, you know, we didn't see any, we didn't see anybody in costumes, but they, everybody was, I thought everybody was really nice. There was one guy who was a little frightening with a snake. Yeah, he was snake, scary. But other yeah, than he that, really? Yeah. Scary. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. That's, you've just empowered him. <laughs> yeah. That's where right. to go. Yeah, he's going to get that and go with it. Now, well, you're part of this as well. Uh, sit down, Thank shut up. Thank you. Voice, yeah. <laughs> I take everything as a compliment. I'm sorry. 
We just actually were talking about your holding deal at Fox because that's the kind of show we do here. Wow. Yeah. Oh, this is this is kind of like a Saturday morning shootout yeah. type show. Yeah, but it smarter. Is. It is. Well, the way that we structured it was. <laughs> it's it's, it's more like an iconoclast. And oh. we're doing you and oh. Joel Gray today. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, and then beautiful. it's going to be me and Baba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Booey. Is it Fafa Fui? Yeah. No. <laughs> Did you? So you were you're in this. Uh, Jason's yeah. in this. It's yeah. kind of like an AD reunion. A little bit. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's good. Look, it's it's nice to be able to help Jason out. Obviously, after the accident, I know. Blah, 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 and whatever. And uh, we don't need to go on and dwell about it and with the arrest and the cover up <laughs> and under this and under that. Whatever. But I think that I thought the cover up was effective. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I know. I definitely thought it was effective. Nobody knows anything about okay. it. Okay, that's what I thought because no, I've not been telling. No. And I've actually been saying Michael Sarah is the one that can't right. do the movie because no one even knows about no, the hair no, and the legs. Nobody knows anything about it. And with Jason's whole thing, nobody knows. And I guess they were able to to hush. Her, or I guess technically him, up. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but he's great. He's yeah. great, and I have no doubt he's going to bounce back. How's or the Pinoy just pod continue going? to be great. <laughs> How's Pinoy Pod going? Is that going well? The uh, covering the Filipino experience has that been successful? Well, Benny did all he could for that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, we uh, we're niche programmers here. No. Yeah, it's a huge um, population here, probably. It, it is, To exactly. take the fun out of... Exactly. Sales, by the way, I just want to say, I love your home. It's beautiful, <laughs> and, and all of the stuff that you put out here, these sandwiches are delicious, it's really so nice. thank you. It's very touching. It's a, ba- it's a bad spread, and it's, it's, it's kind of a dank little hole in here, isn't it? Oh, no, no. the little one's wet again. Here, you want to you change the little one? It is a dank little hole. Look yeah. at it. Yeah. Uh, it's it, we we hoped it would be more glamorous. We've had other people in here, and uh, we and, and they've had the same reaction. Like, what? I am I going to be nice. interrogated in here uh, and I held think hostage? It's nice. I think it's like a, almost like a club, like a like a really seedy club. Yeah, where um, we should have painted the walls. Some of that is that that you're shirtless. I have to say, and you just <laughs> right? have that yeah. little that that not an uncommon thing. I gotta yeah. say, it's disarming. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my God, you work out a lot. Yeah. Well, that's what they tell me. That's Does what they that tell me. Chafe? At all? Is that an issue? <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh, Tim, it's gone so, off the rails. And uh, so, two things with Tim you. Goodman, one of the guys very responsible for a, a lot of good press for Arrested Development. Let's just give it up right Thank here for you. Tim Thank Goodman. You. Thank you. Wow. Clap for yourself, please. Let me see you clap for yourself, please. <laughs> I'll do that. that, that <laughs> I knew it. That late. God, I knew it. Oh, you're so good. You're so much better than us. But you clap for yourself, didn't you, Tim? First opportunity. <laughs> Hey, guys. Oh, my God. So, um, so I'm a part of the show. Yes. Mitch says to me, look. Would you be a very, very small part of this show? And, and, and I said, <laughs> sure. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. He said, stop doing that. No, I mean it. What's small the matter? Part. Are you okay? Are yeah, you are coming you on to me? What are you doing? <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, obviously, as you know, has had this crusade against the schooling in most of the Commonwealth countries. But he focused on Australia. I think what those teachers did I, is shameful. I gotta and say, it this, seems like misplaced anger. No, I, this me, is, it's such an indictment of their school system. Whatever. It's, I think people are gonna get it. You know, he, and, and he's not a fan of the didgeridoo, and he's not a fan of all that sort of stuff, and whatever, <laughs> and ding away your baby. The problem is this. <laughs> We've got a show, it's now set in Florida. Are you sated? How Fine. big is your hard drive? Do we, are we gonna have room <laughs> oh, for all we, this? No, we okay, go, good. seriously, we go for hours. God, that's such a, that's such a, uh, 2000 ought question, isn't it? Yeah. yeah How big so. is your hard drive? My dad never said that going to work in the morning. 
We had we did uh, Eddie Izzard. If you if you've talked to Eddie Izzard before, you know that there is no break between. It just goes. No, you just keep keep going, keep going. He just goes. Yeah. You just look at him like, go, oh, keep going. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll edit it somewhere. That's great. We I could break him. him. Totally, and we did break him. We actually, break him. So yeah, we, we we actually here's an interesting thing about Will Arnett in in Sit Down Shut Up. I I didn't put his character. Into the uh, into the pilot. True, true. No, well, not entirely. No, true. this is really the true. The first draft he yes. was there, and then Mitch. Uh, well, and what I happened read. was they started. Uh, I thought, well, they're going to allow me to make some decisions here based on the other show. No, <laughs> they micromanaged, and it was like they wanted to be in every casting. They wanted to have really? say over every casting, and so I took Ennis, the Ennis character, out of the script. Because I didn't want them to say, "Well, we got this guy in a holding deal," or and then, something. And then he said, "Not that the they script, wouldn't have jumped at him." And, and he you know, sent but, the script back, and he said, "Is there anybody you want to do this?" And I did call him. I said, "Is there? I really like that other character <laughs> that you took out. I know yeah, he's yeah, gone." Yeah. And he said, "You did?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." No, no. I, I always knew I was going to put that back in. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was actually I got in a dual note. The dual note was like, "We want to audition these people because we they we don't necessarily just want people that you've worked with that, right. that are think, think are funny." And the other part of it was, "Boy, the cast seems awfully large." So I just I kind of took the part out, <laughs> and I always note. I did always well, were, plan they on were putting all it big back people. in. People, they were all yeah. big people. Yeah, yeah. And they and did I, seem large. I always planned on putting them back in, and so and once we had the cast, I just issued a draft and said, "Hey, Will Arnett's willing to do this," and that was that. You heard it here first, <laughs> San Francisco. In other news, still foggy. <laughs> you know what? Now's a great time for an email break. If you're listening on a computer. <laughs> Like how do you how do you oh, tie into the new media? Oh really? You don't have another you don't have another window open with Facebook, huh? <laughs> oh you don't. We have a Facebook page. So it's perfect for them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, seriously, we do. Yeah, for really? this. That's it. Yeah, it's crazy. You uh, are not only in this. You have a holding deal for Fox. What's your show going to be like? It should be noted that when he asked me that question, Tim was pointing at me. <laughs> I was. I did. It's very accusatory. Like, I yes, like... I have a Fox deal. <laughs> uh, we are working. Actually, the three of us are working on a show right now. Yeah, we are. Because the first one went so well together. It did. Uh, it did. How? <laughs> Ouch. It made us all rich beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> rich. Rich as Hades. Mrs. is like, why did you revisit Rainy that? I, I, gave, I gave him some five minutes of why are you back at Fox. Uh, he, he very delicately got through that. No, anyway. you know what? Uh, uh, it, to be perfectly honest, my position has always been, and, and these guys uh, will have a different take potentially, but I, I thought that, you know, uh, the fact that we were actually, they didn't even need to, in fact, keep us on the air for three years because we did we did do very poorly in the ratings. And that's how they measure whether or not they keep a show on the air. Can so, I give you a compliment? Yeah. That was perfectly honest. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said, can I be perfectly honest? And yeah. you nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he has set quite a high bar for himself. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, to be vaguely frank, there... there <laughs> There were ways in which the show could have been potentially taken off the air. Yes. Um, yes, no, and, no, and, you're absolutely right. And, 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 I said the same thing. I actually did say the same so, thing. So, so like, there, there are no, benefit. there are no. Uh, I, I, I don't have any kind of uh, uh, ill will towards Fox. And in fact, when when I sort of started talking to Kevin Riley, whom I admire very much, uh, and he said, "Do you want to? Do, do you have any ideas of something you want to do on the, on the network?" Uh, I said yes, and I didn't hesitate at all. And uh, obviously, Mitch and I have been talking about something, and uh, and that's how that kind of happened. And yeah. now we're working on this 
thing that will be the worst television show ever produced. <laughs> well, it's not the hey, worst. Hey, do you like it's explosion just, TV? It's just, I mean, I think we're taking a risk in the in your idea, yeah. which I, is, I'm not criticizing. Okay. No <laughs> other characters. I thought that was interesting. Just and he and I, and I said, and the, right point. the show is and called I'm Talking, first and of all. And when, when I said, is this too risky? He said, Mitch, the news. It's <laughs> like, yeah, no, that worked. Yeah. That worked. But even that, sometimes you'll have two anchors. Yeah. You know, there, but, was, there was the news. What was, what was the other one? Emergency <laughs> broadcast. Yeah, that was that one was of always yours. one person. You never saw yeah. them handing off emergency broadcast. And that leave thing your still house. Runs. Now over to Maria. <laughs> no, yeah, was, and that thing is on four times a year. Yeah. <laughs> Look at North Korean television. We, we take a lot of our cues. Is <laughs> always to live. There's a uniformity there that I really admire. Sure, it's a cuckoo regime that, that suppresses people. Yeah, you're going to get yourself in trouble. I know. <laughs> Not the first time. We also have a North Korean pod. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Do you? So there's that. That's, that's a, a problem. One. Everything's great. Right. Everything's, everything's, everything's great, great over there. An audience of one. Well, now you're going to have this. Will's got a show coming up, and you both have made Fox's best sitcoms. We, we just talked about that. Um, you're actually on what I think is right now the best. You, you've guessed it on what I think is the best sitcom on television. I agree. Right now. I agree. 30 Rock. Yes. Yes, very it's fantastic. Fantastic. I agree. And yeah. Great in that. Now, Thank you, Tim. And your wife's going to come up with a show. Tim, that's you know, God, funny, you know right? what you could, we could use? <laughs> on, and I, this seems like a plug for me, and I, hopefully we're not rolling on this. Just, <laughs> it's just like some kind of like describing my appearance on 30 Rock, where is he, and all, all that kind of stuff. And you, you know what I mean? You know, I would say if you had the budget, this is typically where you'd hear a clip rolled in. Right. Uh, a, a Terry Gross might might do that kind of work sure. for you. Sure. Or, you know, what instrument do you play? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been on her a couple is, times. What instrument? I didn't right. get to be with her, though. Uh, I got to be with the uh, other guy. It was very like nice, David Bianculli. Yeah. Oh, I like David Bianculli. Yeah. yeah. Another TV critic who probably loves you. Yeah, he was He was great. I'm he telling you. Um, Michelle Norris. <laughs> Come on, Michelle. Uh, we can't it's a say, Michelle you know, episode. Right. You, know, <laughs> you know how she does that? I'm me. This is NPR News. I'm Michelle Norris. Or is it Michelle? <laughs> and somebody moved to DC and started working for NPR and thought, well, I'm an intellectual. Well, guess what? <laughs> Millions know, of I people know. graduate from university every year. You know, I, this is what I'm worried about with your show. If I may, and I know that <laughs> I actually think this is a I good am, audition I'm for the show. I'm worried yeah. that you're just going to use it as a mouthpiece to criticize national public media, <laughs> <laughs> and it's risky. It's risky because of the Fox NPR crossover. Yes. Yeah, uh, Fox. They you do. know they're in bed with it with NPR. No, you know what it is? It's the MacArthur Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> they really grind me. Oh, with your name. Did you get your name in it? Oh God. <laughs> All right, I know you guys have got to get to the airport. Yeah, and, yeah, and you're the calm one, but you're the panicky one. I am. Will's panicky about getting there. Oscar and Felix. But yep. think about this. Think yes. about this. If uh, now we're going to be all positive here. Oh, now yes, we yes, think. yes. We won't. Yeah. You know, we'll, Amy's got a show coming up on NBC, but we're not talking about NBC. Which Parks looks very exciting. I'm sure it'll be very funny. It looks it'll be so, fantastic. She sounds great. wonderfully. Funny oh, person. she's so good. But for you guys, how is the irony of if you make sit down, shut up, and it becomes a hit, and Will gets a hit? The two guys bounced off of Fox, brings back their only like really good shows other than The Simpsons. Well, that presumes we um, are going to approach this with any sort of passion or talent. <laughs> and also, but maybe not, that's a good idea. You're not accounting for our ability to self-destruct. To, yeah. Oh, really, yeah, 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 yeah. The fear of success is so great. I think if we, ha I could very, I could see us getting three great giant numbers and just falling apart. Right. Yeah, just, absolutely. Just, yeah. Totally blowing it. And just like episode four. 
I hate Terry Gross. <laughs> oh no, what are they doing? Oh, what are they doing? Uh, just as long as you don't have Jason on, I'm sure it'll be fine. About Jason. I know, no, oh, he's the kiss of death, man. Honestly, <laughs> please, with this guy, with the talent and the good looks and the stuff, it's just like he's enough. so good looking. It's striking. I, I walked into the. We were together. Jim and I were together. We walked into the record session the other day, and I went, <gasps> "There he is. He's like, wow. a, he looks like a movie star. He does yeah. look like yeah. a movie star, Tim." And I don't know if you, if your listener uh, knows this. <laughs> <laughs> but but um oh she probably she probably knows you're married to her. Um, does uh <laughs> are you are you uh you still in the fantasy uh baseball? I am. Yeah, I'm still in Jason's league. You are in Jason's yeah. league, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Are you getting in? I'm not. I do the uh, fantasy football with Jason, oh, but I, right. I don't do the baseball. I don't. I don't have the the time or the heart yeah. or the desire or the interest. <laughs> <laughs> None of it. It is kind of geeky and it does go on for a very long time. And Jason is very intense. He's into it. He's yeah. a baseball guy. Very man. intense. He, he yeah. is. And he's reminding yeah. us that we all owe this money. So, oh, yeah. I'm getting the wrap up. Yeah, well, yeah. you've been listening to the Tim Pod <laughs> here in the San Francisco <laughs> Chronicle. SFGate.com. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank uh, you, good pod. Can we just get this wild so you can have it one time? Yes. Hi, I'm Tim Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> and you're wasting your time on a Tim pod. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs>